It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Winchester Radio tonight. Uh, we are back from mini latest with a brand new episode. Um, and starting off with a bang, this episode was awesome. It was titled Safe House. Uh, it was written by Robbie Thompson and directed by Stefan Plazinski, uh, Stefan or Stefan, I apologize for probably butchering your last name, but I hope you forgive me because I say you did an awesome directing job. <laughs> and also the editing in this episode was fantastic. Um, it's episode 16. Um, it was just a pretty much a good old-fashioned rip-roaring monster of the week. Lots of callbacks. And the most significant thing about this episode is that Sam and Dean worked a case, a a kind of a sequel to a case that Bobby and Rufus worked several years ago. And it was and and Jim Beaver, Stephen Williams, uh, two amazing people were back playing those parts, and it was so wonderful to see them. I I. I missed them so much, and it was so good to see them. And I loved hearing Sam and Dean talk about Bobby. I loved hearing Bobby talking about Sam and Dean, how he was worried about his boys. Gosh, I miss him. Miss him so much about that. Um, uh, I just, I, I'm sorry. This is this podcast is probably going to be, you know, like an hour of me and Becky going, "Oh my God, we loved it. <laughs> we loved this. <laughs> we love that." <laughs> And, I loved and, it when they the, did this, and I loved it when they did yeah. that. <laughs> and and the last time, the last time we did that was was the episode Baby, and that also was written, mm-hmm. written by Robbie Thompson. So he's like bat a thousand this season. Uh, I guess I could say for Robbie both of us. <laughs> yes, Robbie yeah. is rocking it. My two favorite episodes this season. He wrote both of them, and he, mm-hmm. oh, he's killing it this year. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so excited. Um, gosh, uh, well, I don't even know where to begin because it is basically. Did you see this? Did you see that? It was Monster of the Week. The monster <laughs> was called a <laughs> was called a Soul Eater, which kind of reminded me of a Dementor in Harry Potter. I don't think you read Harry Potter or watch the movies, but it was no, no. It looks it looked so and, and that's a good comparison. That's not a that's not a bad one. Um there's also something called a uh, Death Eater Sin Eater. There's <laughs> there's Death Eater, Soul Eater and Sin Eater and I'm uh Death Eater is also Harry Potter <laughs> and Sin Eater is someone who would take your sins from you so you wouldn't have to deal with them and he dresses very similar to the Soul Eater. I 
absolutely no idea if they relate. They all made me think of it. It reminded um, it reminded me a lot. Um, it reminded me a lot of the Striga from season one mm-hmm. and something mm-hmm. wicked. Um, it 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 had a really it had something a lot like that, and there were a lot of similarities. Um, when we did see the Soul Eater there for a few seconds, you know, it looked similar to what we saw of the Striga with the hood and everything. And mm-hmm. the Striga, you know, left that handprint on the windowsill. And in this, mm-hmm. the Soul Eater left. The handprints on their ankles, and you know it. It was pulling basically their soul, their life force, basically, and that's what the streaker mm-hmm. was doing. Kids in the hospital. It, it felt a, felt a whole lot like that, and that's not a bad thing because that's a very good mm-hmm. episode. So mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I like the season one feel to it. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's just such a great episode, and it was. So good to see Bobby and Rufus back. The I've all I've said this ever since it happened. The worst thing the show has ever done, the worst move they've ever done, is killing off Bobby. There was no reason for it to happen. It's just should not have ever happened. And this episode I think is just one of those where I said, Yep, exactly. He should still be there. Because just watching him mm-hmm. and Rufus together and it it they're just amazing. They're they're such great characters. I love them together. They crack me up. Bo- Weekend of Bobby's is one of my all-time favorite episodes. And this had a lot mm-hmm. of that feel to it with the banter back and forth. And, yeah, they should just, those those guys, if they're ever going, if CW is ever going to do a spinoff, we need a prequel to Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be the Bobby, Bobby and Rufus years? You know, if you, if, even want to do it when, you know, if, I don't know if it would work with different act, different younger actors, you know, playing playing them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if they want to, you know, if, do something. They need to do something with Bobby and Rufus. <laughs> they're just great guys, and I want to see them mm-hmm. on my TV every week. I just love them. <laughs> they have they have great uh, chemistry, and, and I think Dean calls them grumpy old men of letters, and that's, yeah, <laughs> fits them perfectly because they are grumpy old men, but they are um, of such hunting stature and background and everything that they would make great men of letters. But they're definitely on the grumpy side. It's almost like it's like two deans instead of a dean and a Sam. You got two deans because <laughs> deans kind of <laughs> crotchety and curmudgeonly, and Sam's the kind of go get them most of the time. You know, positive to balance dean and 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 dean and Rufus don't really uh, Dean and Rufus uh, Bobby and Rufus don't really don't really have that. They're both kind of grumpy, <laughs> especially to each my other. favorite. But I think my favorite line in the whole episode was um, when Bobby asked Rufus, "Were you ever nice?" And Rufus said, "1985, the worst year of my life." I think that was just the best <laughs> line. <laughs> yes, and. And I, I'm probably blanking on something that was in, like, Weekend at Bobby's or, or a previous episode, but Rufus keeps talking about oldest rule. He keeps going, oldest rule, Bobby, oldest rule. What is the oldest rule? He's, and it sounds like it's a sad it, one. He mm-hmm. said it at the beginning of the episode, um, the oldest rule. You can't, you, can't save, you can't save everybody. Okay. 
Yeah, I was like watching and yeah. making notes, and I was probably writing with me. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't. Well. Ca- I didn't catch it the first. I didn't catch it the first two times I watched. It was the third time I watched it. And I was like, because I was listening. I was like, what is it? I want to know. And yeah, he says it towards big. He says it towards the beginning. You know, when they're first starting the hunt or whatever. And he says, you can't. Don't forget. You can't forget the oldest rule in hunting. You can't save everybody. That's right. That's right. And, yeah, but, you know, you can try, so that they do. Um, and as, as much as I, I I loved this episode and I loved the, It's a Monster of the Week and I loved, you know, Sam and Dean, their, their whole thing in this, their relationship, they're taking care of each other, they're kind of funny and cranky and just everything about them, but they go, well, darkness, you know, dar- the darkness is in the wind, so we'll just go do this. And I'm like, darkness doing that did it go on vacation <laughs> did it go to vegas it's like oh well it's not doing anything so we'll just go solve these other cases and i know the reality is you know they need the scripts or like they do some myth arc and they do some monster of the week and et cetera, et cetera. and i'm glad that they at least mention it and not pretend that it isn't there and it's not something to deal with and i suppose that's you know, she wants to hide, of course, Amara can hide all she wants. But it was just like, where'd she go? The beach? Did she take a break? Where is she? She's, she's, off, she's off shopping for more maxi dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess. think that's what she's doing. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or she's plotting and planning, and she's just really good at hiding things. But it was like, right, heck is right. she? Yeah. Um one of the coolest things about this episode that that doesn't have anything to do with Sam and Dean or Rufus uh, in body, but it was still a really cool thing because it was absolutely no big deal in that um, the the mom and the little girl at the beginning, that when the little girl was taken and then and her mom, and she uh, is going over what happened with Sam and Dean in the hospital with her daughter, and she said, my wife is out of town. And... Like, it's like, it's just, she has life. And nope. so right. what? no big deal. So what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I thought it was, it was, but, but I have to acknowledge it a little bit because in the past, you know, sometimes there were some things said about supernatural and, and, and uh, gay themes or whatever, but I loved in this, it was like, well, it is what it is. And so what? You know, it's like they have, they have that in all incarnations, and it's just matter of fact. And it was like no big deal. Like Sam and Dean couldn't have cared less, and 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 she was just like, and she was talking like she could have as easily said, my husband, my boyfriend, my friend, my aunt, my uncle, my brother, whatever. It didn't matter. So that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I yep. thought that was a, that was a cool thing about this about this episode. Was, I I like that too a lot. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I give kudos to that actress, and I'm going to get her name in a second, because she was in that little clip that's probably going in the gag reel <laughs> where uh, <laughs> we're fixing Jared's hair. <laughs> and, and they kept interrupting and doing all the this internet. stuff. Man, she never broke. <laughs> the Internet thinks she's crazy, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> so she's crazy. <laughs> yes. Oh, the Internet. <laughs> And then his hair, you know, they're fixing his hair. I, that's um, 
that's that's Charmaine, right? Charmaine. Yes, Clark doing awesome. Jared's hair on yeah. screen. It was awesome to see her before the camera, and um, um, and then you know, uh, Jensen seemed very impressed <laughs> with Jared's hair. <laughs> so, and, and so am I because I love Jared's hair. The longer the better. Anyway, but that was a fun thing. I, yeah, I don't know how she did it. Just like my my hats off to that to that lady. I'm gonna go find her name because she deserves it. <laughs> Uh, the character's name was Jane, Jane McLean, and she was Naoki Kimura. So, good for you, <laughs> Naoki, keeping a straight face during that scene. That was just great. I have, I want to, I want to tell you, I mentioned it a little bit before the podcast that there was this cool thing mm-hmm. that I didn't realize, and but everybody listening may have realized it, and I'm just a slow one on the uptake, and um, but. I didn't realize until I was reading some other people talking about the episode that it was Sam and Dean who saved Bobby, who's in, uh, who saved Rufus, who saved the um, woman and her son back in, you know, it was six years ago because it sounds like they were, this took place in season four, the Bobby and Rufus stuff. It, it was Sam and Dean who did it, who saved them because – they would because when they talked about the um, one, the Soul Eater um, in the Lisville, Tennessee, the Bobby went to. That guy never woke up. Bobby just trapped the Soul Eater, didn't kill it. Mm-hmm. That guy never woke up. That guy was still stuck in the nest. But because Sam and Dean, and the, because the nest takes you know is with is outside of time and space, Sam and Dean doing the painting on the wall in the nest and in the house is what killed that soul eater. So that allowed Bobby to get out of the nest instead of be stuck in a coma. That allowed that mom and that boy to get out of the nest and not be stuck in the coma. That allowed, of course, Naoki and her daughter to get out of the nest. If Sam and Dean hadn't done that, Bobby would have been in a coma and never woke up. That mom and that son would have been in a coma and never woke up. It was Sam and Dean who saved them back in season four. And I didn't get that until I was reading I didn't that. realize and, and either. The, so I'm I'm like slow as ever. <laughs> so I didn't get it either. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I didn't either. And then when after I read that, I watched the episode and I was, yeah, they're exactly right. Because when you, when you listen to them telling the story of the one in Goodlitzville, Tennessee, you know, he died because his soul was never taken, you know, the soul eater was never mm-hmm. killed, the soul eater was just trapped. So that guy died. And so that means Bobby would have died, you know, and it was mm-hmm. Sam and Dean who saved them. And that is so cool. I think that is just so cool. It is. It's amazing. And, and I loved how Dean got a glimpse of Bobby at the end, which I I oh. did th- I think was awesome oh. because they were out of space and time, and it made perfect sense. And I'm like, how wonderful that Dean saw saw Bobby there before he went back to where he belonged. But I didn't keep going in my head to think, wow, that was Sam and Dean saved them them both. And of course, time travel, like Sam says at the end, my head hurts. Yes, yes, time travel yes. always makes my head hurt. <laughs> you know, any episode, any show, it doesn't matter. Uh, but, but yeah, and think how how different. Let's say you know, supernatural is is real. If Sam and Dean had hadn't like 
saved Bobby in the past, Supernatural would have been very different after that season because there would have been mm-hmm. no Bobby. He wouldn't have done right. everything else he did to help them, you know, stop the apocalypse and, and everything else. So, yeah, that's that's really cool. That's really awesome. Yeah. And, and you mentioned the scene where Dean sees Bobby and they see each other. That, I get goose, goosebumps every time that little scene. Mm-hmm. It's just a few seconds. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, such emotional. I'm just looking at, at Dean's face and Bobby's face. You know, Bobby, he was confused because this Bobby, you know, he sees Dean all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you mm-hmm. know, Dean, Dean, you know, he, he hasn't seen Bobby, you know, since for, what, three, four years now. And mm-hmm. just the emotions on his face and Oh, it just, oh, it it was just beautiful, and I just loved it, mm-hmm. loved it, loved it. Yeah, I'm glad it was Dean this time who got a chance to see Bobby because it's been Sam who's gotten a chance to see Bobby beyond beyond death a mm-hmm. couple of times. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy for Sam, and I'm happy now both of them have had a chance to catch a glimpse, you know, of of their of their Bobby, and I loved. Bobby saying, you know, I'm worried about my boys. And then it was Bobby's vision seeing Sam and Dean dead that was, yes. you know, making his soul vulnerable. And, and, you know, that was really awful for him. And just like Dean seeing Sam dead was awful. At least, you know, at least they knew it wasn't real, but still it, it's so difficult. And, yeah, I just excellent, excellent acting. Like this episode had everything. I mean, it was funny and it was sad and it was emotional and and scary. 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 <laughs> yeah, so it had scary. everything. Mm-hmm. It had everything. I thought the editing, oh, it was you great. It. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just I was just gonna say that um uh, I thought it was really cool that the majority of this episode took place before we caught a glimpse of the monster of the soul eater. Yeah. Um, well, we saw a little picture in the book, you know, because, but that could be anybody's kind of like rendering or, or imagining what it might look like. This, when we saw the actual, we didn't see it. All we saw was it grabbing people. And that's so scary to hear the steps and the noise and the funny uh, kind of scary noises. And then, you know, the little girl's hiding under the bed and it just grabs her leg and pulls her and I'm like, oh my God, that gives me such creeps, you know, and, and yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Waited a long time to show the monster. I agree. It's, a, it's always funnier, always funnier. It's always scarier when you don't know what it is, when, you know. It, it, that's mm-hmm. when it's always scary. So, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the editing, I was going to mention that, the transition. Mm-hmm between mm. the Bobby and Rufus and the Sam and Dean were so good. And, like, my husband mm. was watching it with me because he loves Bobby. So he there was no way. And plus, we met Rufus, Stephen Williams. We met him at a mm-hmm. convention last week. And so my husband likes, even though he doesn't go to many conventions with me, if, when he does and he gets to meet a celebrity, he likes to see him on TV afterwards and say, hey, I met that guy, you know. So <laughs> he was watching with me. And even the one at the end when Bobby and Rufus drive off from the house, and mm-hmm. um, and then the camera comes back, and the Impala is sitting there in the spot. Mm-hmm. Russ is like, "That is a 
oh, that's cool. Russ is like, that is cool. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't men- he doesn't usually mention things like that, you know, that he's impressed with, but he liked that. And that was just a simple one, you know, just, you know, when they're mm-hmm. when Bobby, Bobby pulled out, you know, just, you know, Sam and Dean just pulled up behind it, of course, in real life. J- Jensen and Jared mm-hmm. pulled up after Jim drove off. But mm-hmm. knowing that it was the past and then pull back and boom, present, it was, Oh, I loved it. And there was just so many mm-hmm. really cool transitions like that. And mm-hmm. it, it, I can't say anything bad about this episode. Everything about it was <laughs> so good. <laughs> I know. And, and one of the funny things is I love that the same neighbor lady was living next door. And she mentions the right. FBI agents that keep coming back. <laughs> And I loved when Rufus said to her, "It's a, you know, it's like official business, and it's officially none of your damn business." <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then, and then, um, when they do the, the flashback, it it doesn't say like five years or it doesn't say a year. It says a handful of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And it's the only way you like, can figure out. The only way you can figure out what year it is is when um, Bobby mentions that they've been looking for Lilith. And right. so that lets you know it's season four. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, I really like that. Because mm-hmm. before he says that, you don't know if it was supposed to be like 20 years ago, you know. And mm-hmm. so I like, I like that they gave us that little bit of information. Mm-hmm. Um. I just want to I just want to give a little shout out to one of the guest stars. Um, she played Dr. Richards, also someone who had had spoken to uh, and knew about the case both in the past uh, and the present one. Her name's Michelle um, Scarabelli, and she played um, a character on one of my very favorite shows ever, Alien Nation. Um, she played um, one of the Tank Tinnies. She played George's wife, George Francisco, <laughs> his wife Susan. Um, and uh, they were best friends with the cop, played by Gary Graham. And I highly recommend that series. It is out on DVD, and it's probably, I think it was early, late 80s, early 90s, like 1990. It was only on for one season, but it was so fantastic and ahead of its time. I mean, it's such an impression. I, I, I still love it. They came back, and, like, fan support brought it back, and they did a couple movies, which was unheard of at the time because there was no real internet. This was even before like X-Files came on and in the early days of like fan forums and, and all that. So anyway, it was just so good to see her <laughs> on there. Still, still working. So I said to give her a little shout out. And uh, if you have show. the IMDb page, if you have the IMDb page, um, Pulled up the mm-hmm. one who was Mrs. Hender- Mrs. Henderson, I think was her name. That actress, if you can pull up her name, um, she was in the Supernatural episode Monster Movie. She was Jamie's friend Lucy, who actually turned out to be the shapeshifter who was Dracula. Um, you know, it was the same one. Um, right. Yeah, she was the Lucy, ver- Lucy version of the shapeshifter. When I was watching it, I was like, she's so familiar. Who is she? Mm-hmm. I know she's. I know she's been on Supernatural before. And then. Um, <laughs> I realized I, I realized it today when I was rewatching. Oh, she was Lucy. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. 
Um, I also got a kick that they out of them being in Grand Rapids because I have friends in Grand Rapids, and I, I need to look up the street because I, I made a point of noticing the street, 207 Oak Street, where the house is, <laughs> just to see if there's actually an Oak Street in Grand Rapids, and maybe I'll send my friend over there. <laughs> That's hey, right. Don't go inside, but just take a look. <laughs> oh, and I love I that Bobby and things... Rufus is... Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just I was just going to say that Bobby and Rufus's agent names of Riggs and Murtaugh, which was lethal yeah. weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and at some point, and Sam, what is Sam doing? I made a note of it, but he kind of mumbles to himself and he says, I'm too old, we're too old for this. And that's a famous line from Lethal Weapon. I have to... I saw people talking about that, and I've rewatched this thing three times, and I've been trying to catch that Sam saying that line, and I've missed it every time. Yeah, it's I'm real, guessing, real quiet. I'm guessing it's mm-hmm. when they're digging the grave. It sounds like something he would be saying when they were digging the grave. Um, I'm 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 looking because I, I I wrote it down, so I'm still looking. Sam, Sam. <laughs> If anybody's listening to us and they know the answer, tweet us the answer. Where, when did Sam say that? Um, and while you're looking at that, I, I talk about. I uh, loved yes. how we. I loved how when Sam and Dean were digging the grave, and they're like, "There's got to be an easier way to do this." Flashback to Bobby with his backhoe. <laughs> it's like six yes. years ago, seven years ago, Bobby knew an easier way to do it. You know? <laughs> why, why don't you guys go out and find the backhoe? <laughs> and I love this love... dig. Rufus yes. actually had to get the shovel and dig. I love that Rufus keeps, you know, using his, you know, Jewish faith, you know, as in a reason not to work, you know, because it's mm-hmm. Sabbath and everything. And when Bobby called him, hey, sundown, you can work. And he's like, oh, crap, Bobby got me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I love that. Mm. Uh, okay. Um, when Sam... Is painting the sigil on the wall. Yeah, I okay, guess because um, they're in, in the middle of doing this. He says, getting, and he whispers it. He says, getting too old for this. And Leah, Tuff, and, Leah, Tuff, Leah Tuffley in our chat room said she thinks it might be when he dragged Dean into the kitchen. So that would be around um, the same time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, drags him in and then he goes back to painting and it's the it's the it's the scene where Sam's painting it in the present and then Dean is in the nest painting it at the same time okay. like they're painting the same wall and it's a really awesome scene speaking of editing and directing and everything it's a wonderful scene but Sam says getting too old for this so I so <laughs> I I did I did write in my notes you know Sam and I'm like getting too old for what I wanted to know. We don't really say it. So I, I was like hunting, dragging Dean. So it must be that scene where he's dragging Dean. Yeah, but I was like, I'm too old for what? And you're younger than Dean. And he's still doing this. Right, so, right. Anyway, but yeah, and that was just such a great scene where they're both painting like the wall, but you know, one's present and then one's in the nest. So I thought it was just a great, 
great scene. Mm. Mm. Um. And I love how they kind of how they would kind of do kind of the same scenes, even though they were in past and uh, present. Where you know we see Bobby meeting the little boy and talking to the little boy, and then we see Dean talking to the little girl. Uh, you know, I mm-hmm. like how it shows that even though they're in different times, they're doing the same things. And mm-hmm. yeah, um, questions I had: um, how how would they know when a soul eater would attack, and how how did they know how they were? going to attack because I know Bobby didn't have much to say about it like he was going to write in the journal and I thought it was funny that it was Dean calling Bobby up and interrupting him and saying we need you you know get off your ass get over here and then of course Bobby never went back and finished the journal entry so it was actually Dean's fault later on in the future they didn't have as much information but I was like how you know, how did they know? I mean, they were, like, waiting in the house. It could have been a long time before the Soul Eater attacked again because they didn't really know, like, how often the Soul Eater would meet another soul, right? I mean, that's, that's like, a nitpick right. on this. But, but I would kind of made been me in, wonder. It could have it been in that book, you know, that they found that they mm-hmm. had the engraving of the – it might have been mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, and maybe there it said, like, how did they know, like, if you go into the nest, how do you know you'd be conscious and aware enough and remember to paint the sigil, you know? Like, right, they didn't right. really know what the conditions were going to be like. I mean, it, those are, like, that's such a nitpick, you know, but it just made me wonder. But like you said, maybe there was more information, like, like in that book than, than we heard. So, And I would like, anyway. I would like to know who researches the sigils that they use like is that an actual mm. sigil for is that an actual sigil for something or did they just you know art de- art department came up with a design yeah i liked the really cool glowing effect like when they mm-hmm. when they finished it really i thought that looked really cool oh and did they say it it was any particular blood or could they use any blood anybody's blood I think they say like when he's reading. I think he says, "Your blood or my blood or if I remember correctly, Dean specifically says, you know, the person because like in the nest, the only, you know, he won't have paint, so you know he would have, mm-hmm. you know, and I know Sam has used blood on this side as well, so I'm guessing, you know, how, he doesn't but, know if any of those other spirits over there would even have blood anymore, and. I don't that's just, think any know, of them so. could have blood. I mean, Dean would have had to like bring bring blood and like in his well. Or how Dean could, ha- how could Dean get blood because he's nothing. Uh, he's a spirit in the nest, right? His body was right behind Sam. See, that was the only thing that, and I wasn't going to say anything because it's my. <laughs> I think this episode is perfect, but yeah, he's just a spirit. He's just a soul. But yeah, you can tell he's getting the blood from the palm of his hand. So mm-hmm. it's his blood. So, okay. you know, even though he's just a soul over there, apparently, you know, your soul still bleeds in the nest. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we have, we have one moment of shenanigans there, but it's okay. 
maybe maybe there's something else to it. I I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. I'm totally fine with it if if the rest yeah. of the episode <laughs> can be this perfect. I can live mm-hmm. with that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. You know, it's like it's like Buffy. You know, uh, uh, how did Spike smoke if they didn't need air because they were dead? You know, right. How do you breathe? Right. Well, how do you smoke? You know, but yeah, or so. And, and I always want, I always uh, get so when I watch season two's becoming uh, one and two. It's the second one with um, when Spike basically um, he puts the wrestling move on, puts a chokehold on Drusilla to knock her out. It's like she doesn't breathe. Putting a chokehold on her to stop her from breathing won't do anything because she doesn't breathe. So, and it, that always bugs the crap out of me every time. But, yeah. 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 Like, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> um. I liked I liked the eyes when they were possessed, you know, Bobby's eyes yes. and Dean's eyes. They flipped white. Oh, and, and yeah, like Lilith. It was interesting because Lilith's eyes were white, so kind of kind of cool. Um, oh, and <laughs> I know I, I keep thinking of my next pick. How did how did the Soul Eater know about the darkness? Because, but I guess if they come into Dean and they know have some of Dean's knowledge, I guess that would mean they would know about the darkness. I'm I thinking. Guess. I'm thinking basically all monsters know that the darkness is out. Soul mm-hmm. Eater was a monster. I think they all know somehow. Whether it's just a feeling <laughs> that they get, yeah. or you know, I think they just all know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fight scenes between Sam and Dean and Bobby and Rufus. Those were mm. excellent fight scenes. I mean, they were brutal and for, for yes. both sides. And mm. I, I was really impressed with them. They, whoever, you know, Lou Bolo or, you know, if it was him who choreographed the fight scenes, I don't know, but they were excellent mm-hmm. fight scenes. Yeah. Yeah, they were all out. And I know um, Sheridan Jensen do a great job with those because they've been doing this so long. You know, I mean, they're just so good at that, and they know each other so well. So I think they can, they can come really close and look real, and they probably don't need a stuntman at at all. Um, I remember Jim Beavers; he either tweeted it or he put it on Facebook, and he said he was had been filming this fight scene, and he said, he said he says don't those people know we're old that <laughs> we can't be doing these fight scenes? It made me laugh. So Jim Beaver, you know. He's got, with a sense of humor. <laughs> like, don't they know we're old? <laughs> <laughs> and another um, another cool thing in this episode that I love that they did was when Bobby got that bottle of Johnny Walker Blue that Rufus left him with the note mm-hmm. rubber banded around it. That's the same bottle that Jody found in season seven's Time After Time. Um, when they were, when she was a Sam and they were looking through Bobby's boxes trying to find information on Kronos to save Dean in the past, that's the same bottle, that's, that was the same note. Oh, uh, I love that. I think, oh, uh, that's so cool. <laughs> that is the best. Aw. 
There's, okay. there's, this is just such a good episode. It is. There's so many, so many things. I mean, it was such a great way to bring back Bobby and Rufus and just put them into an episode seamlessly. It's not like they were a separate part. Um, there was no clunkiness, you know, in between scenes or mm-hmm. anything. It was. It just flowed beautifully. Um, yes. Just, just it was just wonderful. Um, oh, um, at the at the end when the soul eater soul eater is dead and Dean's like you know collapsing from from the soul eater and 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 Sam kind of gathers him up behind him and holds him and he and he says you know I die I got you you know it's it's you're good you're good I got you. Um, couple couple things about that. I like how he just puts his hand on Dean's head, and it's it's funny because it's something Sam does to Dean. It's something Jared does to Jensen, and and Jensen always kind of like rocks whether he's playing Dean or Jensen <laughs> when when yeah. Jared does it because because he's like you know it's like you know Jared's a big strong guy and he means it you know so warmly you know and and affectionately and he just cares about it but but Dean's like kind of holy cow <laughs> yeah like, he's kind of rolled by eyes a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but he takes it because you know that's Jared yeah, yeah. and that's Sam that's Sammy but um someone someone pointed out that it's not just Sam. It's not just a brother comforting his brother. It's the fact that that Dean was possessed, basically, and Sam knows what it's like to be possessed and to be doing things and saying things that you don't mean. So he's he's not just comforting him that everything's okay and the soul leader's gone. He's saying he's got that extra layer to it. So I thought that was really cool that that someone pointed out about that scene. It's got a couple couple other layers about it that. It's just not in general comforting him. It's because he knows what it's like to be good possessed. Good point. Yeah. Good know? point. Yeah. Yeah. So that was awesome of you. I. That's not me. That's I. I read that and oh, it was someone on Twitter. So I'm sorry. And you know what? <laughs> if you hear that and you recognize your your theory, please <laughs> take credit for it. <laughs> I, I. I am not. <laughs> um, it was so fun hearing Bobby say "idiot" again. He called Rufus an idiot. <laughs> so was just you know comforting yeah <laughs> i like you, you can't have bobby back in an episode without him saying idiot at least a couple times so. <laughs> yep <laughs> i love seeing his car you know and wearing his old trucker hat it was just it was just good to see him i didn't like i wish they had him wearing a different hat because that's the hat he was wearing when he got killed and so uh... um, yeah, I was like, oh, find one of his other hats. <laughs> you know, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. What I think, I love a good haunted house. There, I, mm-hmm. You know, haunted house movies, haunted house TV shows. I watch all those reality shows where people say their houses are haunted. Mm-hmm. I love a good haunted house. And this episode really felt like, you know, haunted house, even though it was a soul, mm-hmm. year, but it was full. Of, it was full of those souls that we couldn't see, but they were there. And mm-hmm. you know, even though it was a nest, and it, I, I liked that a lot because 
you know, just felt like a good old fashioned haunted house episode. And I, I, there's just, oh, I can't say enough good things about this episode. <laughs> it was so good. Um, it was, it was, um, you know what? Oh, <laughs> I think the lesson here is that um, wallpaper is evil. <laughs> yes, yes, I think paper. so. That, that, I think that's what we all should learn from this episode, but yes. <laughs> yes. Keep your sigils uncovered. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Step away from the wallpaper. <laughs> I made a note. Is it the first or best case of wallpaper being central to a case, to a hunter's case? I <laughs> first time for everything. Like, hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it kind of reminded me of um, the Doctor Who episode Blink, you know, because with the uh, message underneath the wallpaper and, you know, here the sigil was underneath the wallpaper. It, it, that part, you know, reminded me of that a bit. I love that episode of Doctor Who. It's one of my all-time favorites. Oh, it's terrifying. The best. Terrifying. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, we have a caller. Hopefully, they'll, well, you know, it doesn't matter if they have a completely opposite opinion from us on this episode. And if they're, if they're just, if they just want to listen, you know, that's fine, too. We can let them go back to just listening, because we've had that a couple times recently, so. Yes. Well, we'll, we'll say hi, and if they want to chat or have a question, that's great. And if they don't, that's okay, too. But I'm about to put you on the air, caller. There Hello. you are. Hi. Hi, I don't know if you Hi, remember me, but um, I don't know if you remember me. Actually, I'm Brittany. I called a couple uh, for the vessel. Yeah, I remember you. Hi, Brittany. Hi. Um, I actually Hi. just started listening. Um, I started listening like a couple minutes ago, so I don't know what all you guys discussed. But um, I, I just want to say, sorry. Um, well, first of all, I loved in the beginning all the flashbacks we had of the Lucas and Bobby episodes. Yes, yes. It made me, like, tear up and got mm. me a little emotional to start off. Um, Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then been a when, lot of that. If you haven't been listening, we've just spent, like, an hour going, we love this episode and talking about everything we love. So <laughs> that covers it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was that? I think when they were digging up, when Lucas and Bobby were digging up the bones, Bobby made a comment where he's like, I'm worried about my boys, Rufus. And Rufus mm-hmm. just looks at him as like, my boy, your boys? I just, that line and like the look Bobby gave Rufus was like, I just, I love that line. Mhm. Oh, yeah, I agree. I I love and he called him his voice twice, I think, in the episode and mm-hmm. I just love that. Yeah, they yeah. his boys, you know. He was he was more of a you know he was a dad for even when John was around, you know, he was still you know, he was another dad that they had, even when John was around. And then mm-hmm. after, you know, John was gone, he stepped in a lot. And, yeah, he he was their dad. And even though they called him Uncle Bobby when they were kids, he was he was more of a dad. And, yeah, I loved it. Mm-hmm. 
he was the one that would take the boys to like do play catch in the park and let them have like a right. kid life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, another like another lines I liked where what was it? Before Dean got uh, taken into the nest, he's like, "Come and get me." And then Bobby mm-hmm. is like, "Stay away from me." So I yes. thought that was pretty yeah. funny how those lines like mirrored each other. Mm-hmm. I like that too, showing the difference between the two guys. And it's always, you know, Bobby's always, you know, the hey, let's let's try, let's do this safe. And Dean's mm-hmm. always, you know, the shoot first, ask questions later. So yeah, I love yep. the difference between them that way. Yes, I have that written down too. I love that. One of my favorite things. Like Bobby's totally the opposite. Like, don't come and get me. <laughs> I just, I just get rid of them. No. <laughs> and Dean's like, come and get me. Come get a piece of me. I'm ready for you. Right, mm-hmm. right. Which we've seen since the second episode. Was it? Was when Dean's second or third? I don't remember. But you know, he's like, you know. Going after the Wendigo, you know, um, come get me white meat, mi- white meat bitch, you know, and all that. Yeah, and I'm doing mm-hmm. it. I, I'm good. I taste good. I remember that, you know. So he's always been like that. And I love it. And I, th- I think, like overall, at the very end, it was that Dean and Bobby moment where they see each other. My heart kind of melted in that. I'm just like, oh my gosh, that was like heartfelt. Mm. Yes, but it, when when Dean went into the nest and Bobby went into the nest, the whole time I'm thinking, please let them have a scene together. Please let them have a scene mm. together. If it would have been not, you know, I think I even think if they had even, if they had talked to each other, it wouldn't have been as great right. a scene as just this one was. Just them looking at each other for that second or two. I think that was more special than even if they had talked to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that kind of like melted my heart more than what it already had, what it already was. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. I love this episode. I just, I just love it. <laughs> I think any episode with Bobby and Rufus coming back is a good episode. Agreed. One hundred percent agreed. <laughs> and okay. So my, I. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, and then my just my last comment is um, I like how their storylines sort of matched up. And then at the end, we got to see where it fit in to the timeline as in, like, the seasons. Like, where it would have been in, like, season, yeah. I think it was five. Mm-hmm. Right. Season four. It was season, season four, actually, because um, they mentioned that they're looking for Lilith and see Lilith oh, died yeah, in the right. season finale of season four. So, season four. That's mm-hmm. right. But mm-hmm. at first, I did think at first I did think it was season five because he mentioned the apocalypse and everything, and that was more in five. But then they mentioned mm-hmm. the Lilla thing, so that's right. But um, actually, go ahead. No, I was I actually have a question, so we'll see what you guys think. Um, uh, what what you think the answer might be if there's <laughs> if there's an answer. <laughs> Um, at the very end, when when uh, Sam and Dean are talking about um, like what happened to Dean in the nest and his and his visions, and I and well, first thing I love that Dean told Sam what he saw and said like before he would just hide it or gloss over it, but but he wants to tell Sam what happened and he says I I saw you dead, I saw you laying there dead, 
and and then Sam says, well, how messed up um, is our lives that that's oddly comforting? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I can't imagine that's that's comforting, whether real or not. So why would why would Sam say that? Why would yeah. you think it's comforting? I know it happens to them a lot, but I still would my, Here's my thought. Here's my thought, because they, they said mm-hmm. specifically when Sam's reading the book that it shows you things that you love – that you're that are a part of your soul, and mm-hmm. so he saw Sam and not Amara, because see Dean's going ah. through this kind of Amara, Amara connection right now. So mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. He saw okay. Sam and not Amara. So that mean that still shows that Sam that mm-hmm. Dean's still him. You know that Amara doesn't have her hooks in. You know whatever this obsession, connection, whatever that they have, it's not in there all the way because Sam's still the one that he mm-hmm. is the is in his soul and not Amara. Mhm. Okay, that makes sense. Definitely. But all I could think of is good, good grief. <laughs> you know, Sam. That Sam's <laughs> never comforting, whether it's real or not. But, yeah. That's, <laughs> But that does make sense because that would mean, of course, Sam is the priority and not Amara for Dean to exactly. have a soul. Yep. His soul weakened. Okay. I feel I feel much better now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think Sam would always will always be a top priority for Dean because of their like brotherly bond. Yeah. And they oh, even yeah. have even even more than a brotherly bond, they have lived their whole lives together except for a couple years you know when Sam was at Stanford you know they have never been away from each other you know mm-hmm. they are always and I mean when you live in a car <laughs> for most of your <laughs> life that's pretty close you know and so mm-hmm. I was you know I think they even you know they their brotherly bond is deeper than most so mm-hmm Plus, they've been oh, through yeah. so much with each other, and they've died for each other, and exactly, exactly, they fight the fight with each other, and and they kill for each other. You know, we have that's 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 the other part of you know they'll they'll die for each other, but they'll kill for each other too. So that is yep. a very deep, deep, dark thing to do. So yes, um. Funny mo- moment for me. I had to. I had to laugh <laughs> when Sam and Dean are fighting at the end, and Dean standing there with the knife, and it's Sam. Sam points and says, "Stop this!" And I think, "Really, Sam?" Knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I, and he's possessed. <laughs> and he kind of puts out his hand, and goes, "Stop this!" I'm like, "No." <laughs> yeah, sure. That'll work. I'm sure. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, one thing I, you know, we we've seen them using John's uh, journal before, of course, mm-hmm. and um, I always I've always been upset that they never kept, um, oh, and I can't think of his name right off the bat. Um, he was the hunter in season one's episode with the vampires. When we first meet the vampires, there was a hunter. Uh, Gordon. I can't think of his, not Gordon. Um, he was the older guy. Um, in the episode, John's in it. He was John's friend, and he's he's the one that they get the cult from. The vampires stole the cult from him. Um, he's a, 
anyways, not Elkins. They, they find Elkins, Daniel Elkins. Yes, thank you. They find his journal there on the table when they come in. I was upset that they don't take the journal with them because, you know, it's got a lot of information in there, you know, that Hunter information mm-hmm. that they could use, but they always just leave it there. So, and mm-hmm. so I love that they have Bobby's journals in the car and they said, you know, we have a couple of Bobby's journals in the car. So that means not only did they keep them, thank God, but mm-hmm. they're also using them. They're, you know, they're mm-hmm. using them. And I love that. I was like, yes, did you know, Bobby had a lot of good information. I, I'm so I'm glad to see that they're finally using other people's journals, you know, to yes. as a hunting utensil. Mm-hmm. It makes perfect sense, you know. Of course, I'm, yeah. I'm glad. Um, cool thing. I thought it was a wonderful, like, even though Bobby's been gone, Sam and Dean still, you know, think of him and acknowledge his presence and respect him and remember what he taught them because. Now that they know how to kill a seal, a, a scent, good grief, Susan, soul eater, they are headed off to Tennessee to kill the other soul eater that that mm-hmm. um, was the friend in the case. And he says Bobby doesn't like unfinished business, and and they yep. acknowledge that it was him, and they go off to do it. And I thought, oh, what a wonderful way to like bring it all together. I love that and tie mm-hmm. it up. And I love that they say, you're, Dean says, saying, you're going in the nest this time. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam just laughs like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know? and, but hopefully, but, but, they, but Dean says they're never going to use um, rock, paper, scissors ever again, <laughs> which I just thought it was hilarious. We didn't see it. I love it. We didn't see it. But we know Sam, Dean loses. And, you know, it's like Dean yeah. always has the scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like when they brought back the rock, paper, scissors game to decide who's doing what. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, things are back to normal. He loses. <laughs> he just doesn't give up on that. Goodness. Um, we actually have a couple more callers, um, which is pretty cool. So... I think I'm um, going to go ahead and put the next one on. And All right. It was nice talking to you guys again. Good talking to you, too, Good to you. Yes. Thank you for calling. Call back. Call back on the next week. I will. <laughs> <laughs> if you like her comfort, call back. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Brittany. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks. And our next caller. Hello. Winchester Hello. Radio. Hi. Can you hear me? Who's this? Yes, I can. Okay. Uh, I'm Allie, and I have a couple theories on some of the uh, topics you talked about before. Okay. Okay. Uh, you said during the fight scene when the Soul Eater... Um, possessed Dean and um, Bobby. Do you think uh, he there were two soul eaters, or they were being possessed at the same time? It was the same soul eater. Just you know, even we were seeing it at the same time, but it was happening <laughs> in different years because you know it was okay. the same one. Yeah. 
And then during but if the they're outside time, time and space. Well, only okay. the nest is outside time and space. Oh, okay. okay, that's true. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about that. Okay, and um, during the fight scene, when the Soul Eater knew about the darkness, he probably saw it in Dean's mind just like uh, when he used Sam as his weakness or when he used it's, Sam and Dean as Bobby's weakness, do you think? It's very possible. Very possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good question to ask yeah. Robbie Thompson. tweet him (laughs) Um, and Allie Allie we're kind of neighbors (laughs) you live in South Florida huh oh no uh, I still have that number I moved to Arizona three years ago Oh, you are far from me now. But you used to be. Yeah. <laughs> it was not too far. I, used to be. <laughs> I still have the same phone number, so I have to tell right. people that every time I give them my number. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Very good question. Oh, yeah. no. Uh, I don't and have any more I, questions. So. I, I, I like the ones you had, and I liked your theory on mm-hmm. how um, you could have known about the darkness. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, that was it. Do I hang up now? I, I don't know. You can if you want. That's perfectly fine. You if you want to hang up, go right ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm kind of awkward, so I'm okay. going to go now. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for Bye. calling, Allie. Thanks call for call back anytime. Call anytime. Okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 Oh my goodness. <laughs> Good callers tonight. Now we had another caller yeah. that kind of gave up. So if you're still listening, call back because we'll put you on the air. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, yeah. the number, the call in number. Uh, if you're listening, the call-in number is 347-205-9801. Yes, because our callers were like took the initiative and found their own number and called in on their right. own. Right. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. Very good. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else about this episode? I like the little piece of... Almond Brothers, we heard at the end, Midnight Rider, over both um, yes. Sam and Dean, I love Bobby that both and of them heard it. And, yes. of course, uh, when it was Sam and Dean, uh, the radio for Sam and Dean, it was, the you know, Bob Singer doing the this jockey voice there. I love how whenever there's a voiceover for anything, it's always Bob Singer. I, lo- I, I just love that. <laughs> it, he, he wasn't directing this episode. You know, he didn't write it or anything, but there's his voice on, on the radio. Yep. I love it. <laughs> yep. Perfect. It's like they call him, I guess, you know, in LA, you know, say, Hey, we need a voice. You know, we need a radio voice. You got to give us a line. <laughs> yep. Oh. Oh. Oh, and just because just... the scene's on, 
while it's here. Remember um, when Naoki, when we first see her at the beginning of the episode, she's, you know, using the scraper to scrape off the wallpaper. And then Mm -hmm. Sam, when he sees the little bit of the red peeking out, he just takes one little corner and pulls like a whole sheet off. (laughs) And it's like, (laughs) you know. (laughs) And he didn't need the ladder. And he didn't need the ladder. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He just went, zip. You know, it's, you know, I actually wrote in my I actually wrote in my notes that Sam seems taller than usual, which of course makes no sense because you know, <laughs> tall is as tall is. But he just seems like really tall, extra tall in this episode. I I don't know why, um, but you know that's okay. And um, um, also Sam and Dean in the hotel, the motel. I loved the scene with. Um, the Impala parked in the motel parking lot and Dean just kind of lounging next to the door. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. just a purely shallow moment. I thought he looked um, fantastic. <laughs> Leaning right. <there. laughs> and then, you know, beautiful tall Sam, you know, just tearing wallpaper like that. Just great. Um, anyway, our, our caller came back. This is Brittany again. Maybe. Hello? Hey, I just called to listen um, this time. Oh, oh okay. I just to listen. <laughs> okay. But never mind. <laughs> so anyway. We can, we can mute her. That way she can listen. So I'll, I'll mute her here so she can just listen. <laughs> I think she can still listen. Can't she when it's muted? I'm not sure. I see her muted. Uh, better not. I'll keep her open just there. I unmuted her just in case. So she doesn't have to talk if she doesn't want to. Brittany, you can I talk just, if you want. If not, just listen. I can still hear you guys if I'm muted. Just saying. You you can still hear us if you're muted. Okay. Yes. Do you want oh, us to okay. mute you or do you want to stay on? Do you want us to mute you or do you want to stay on? It doesn't matter. We'll leave you on. That way if you have a comment you want to make, you're right there. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Going back to Bobby and Rufus, I mean, they hunted in Alaska. They've never brought up Alaska yeah. on the show. Um, I know. Alaska, I want to know. <laughs> That's another good thing for the prequel. <laughs> Bobby and Rufus prequel, <laughs> the adventure in Alaska, hunting the Bokbaku. I want to see that. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, Alaska? That's so cool, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That is awesome. And, you know, of course, we got to get this prequel so we can find out whatever happened in Omaha. You know, we got to know what Bobby did in Omaha that upset (laughs) Rufus so much. You know, clearly he (laughs) somehow got a member of Rufus's family killed somehow. You know, and, yes. or some someone very someone very mm-hmm. near and dear to Rufus, and yes. but yeah, you know, with season twelve, here we go. We can have a flashback to Omaha, please. Robbie Thompson, yeah, us another Bobby Bobby and Rufus episode, and maybe mm-hmm. it could um, then go on to Alaska. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> we need this. Yes. Um. Uh. I love how um, they stayed in the same motel 
Sam and Dean stay, stayed in the same hotel as Bobby and Rufus, and Sam got the same room for old times' sake, which I thought was sweet. I like that, but what I want to know is how, first of all, so you got the same guy running the motel as ran it six, seven years ago, and the mm-hmm. same guy remembered a room uh, remembered a room number that somebody stayed in. I mean, <laughs> maybe he looked... You know, maybe he looked up the records or something. Maybe he remembered the time that yeah. the FBI agent stayed there and looked it up in the records about the room mm-hmm. number. I guess that's possible. So, Yeah, and it wasn't really written anywhere. Like Bobby hadn't written enough, right, in the journal or anywhere else to say, well, we were in this motel no. in this room or something like that. Okay. No. I don't think so. Um. I've also never heard of the Japanese monster. Rufus kept saying it was the the Baku. Baku. The Baku. Mm -hmm. Not heard of that. They can come back and hunt an actual Baku this time. (laughs) Yes. Yep. Oh, how cool is it that Sam has got the Men of Letters archive online now? That's a lot of work right there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, how much, you know, I... I, you know, during their downtime at the bunker, I guess he's been, you know, <laughs> uploading information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is really cool, I think. I wonder if it's um, just on his laptop or, you know, because surely it's not on the Internet for people, you know. So I'm guessing mm. it's just a thing on just on his computer because you don't want the world to have that information. No. Unless he's, you know. Puts it up for other he gets his own server. And... He gets his right? own server, <laughs> which could There's be a secret website. <laughs> yes, buried somewhere, server somewhere. Who knows? But yes, very, very smart. It makes perfect sense. Definitely. It, um, it reminds but, me, um, kind of, of the um, demons, demons, demons. Uh, you know, website that Buffy and them, uh, Buffy and Angel had in the last couple seasons. <laughs> they go to demons, 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 and look up demons. Mhm. <laughs> yes. You know, makes makes perfect sense. Definitely. Um. See. Checking my notes. I know. I like Sam and Dean digging up the caskets and then finding out the bones were burned in both of them and Dean going, that's Bobby, (laughs) you know, (laughs) always efficient, (laughs) always thorough. There there were so many things in this episode that made, uh, made it feel like, you know, one from the first few seasons. Not only, you know, I mentioned how it reminded me of the Shriga and everything and something wicked, but we also had the EMF detectors, you know, we had them digging yeah. up graves for, um, you know, and there's just a lot of good old fashioned hunting in it. And, mm-hmm. oh, I love it. Love it so much. It's the show that I fell in love <laughs> with. And I love it so much. Robbie Thompson, yes. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this episode. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yes. Did a terrific job. And baby, too. I mean, that's oh. over uh, that baby. one as well. Yes, baby, and this episode, the two best episodes of this whole season so far. Mm-hmm. Last um, 
I was in Cincinnati last weekend for a convention, um, Horror Hound uh, convention, which one of the best conventions I've ever been to in my life. They had the best selection of celebrities that I've ever seen at a convention. Um, but Stephen Williams was there, um, he, Rufus. He was there with the as an X Files person because you know he was X on you know a couple seasons of X Files, and so I um, you know I had already met him previously at a Supernatural convention, so I was having him sign my X Files poster. And when I was talking to him, I told him I said how much I was looking forward to this week's episode, and he's not online at all. He's he's not online, not social media, nothing. And he's like that's supposed to be a secret. How do you know? And I'm like, oh, Stephen, <laughs> honey. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> but he, if, you've, if you've never met him, oh, you got to meet him because he's just got the biggest personality. He's one of those big, loud, boisterous, always yes. happy kind of guys. And, Oh, he's just mm-hmm. an amazing person. He's he's his own character unto himself, you know. And he's if you ever any anybody listening, you ever get a chance to meet Stephen Williams, you need to do it. He's so much fun and so amazing, and yeah, mm-hmm. he's awesome. He is a huge personality. I saw him at X Files conventions like many years ago. It felt like he hasn't changed a bit. He comes out and he just takes Not over one the day. stage. He's got a big yes. voice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and funny because his character like, on X Files was so contained. You know, Agent yes. X was so contained and straight. And and his character on Twenty One Jump Street, you know, they was very similar to his character on X Files. And but both of those are completely different than Rufus. And then all mm-hmm. three are very different from Stephen Williams because you know he wears his earrings and you know his hat. And you know he's kind of funky, mm-hmm. and you know, I just I just love him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love him. I love Jim Beaver. I, I I could I just I need I need him and Jim Beaver on my TV all the time. <laughs> I think I know mm-hmm. how I'm going to spend my Easter. I'm going to watch all the Bobby Rufus episodes tomorrow. There's what three, <laughs> four now, so I think I'll watch those tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, anything else about this oh, episode? Oh, another so. Stephen Williams thing. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. I love how the first previously, you know, that they show on this is when he knocks Bobby's door. Bobby, good, you're here. I need you to help me bury a body. And yeah. I, I love that that's the first thing they did that he showed. And I mentioned that to Stephen. Last weekend, I was like, that is my favorite. When you knock on his door and say, Bobby, I need you to help me bury a body. I was like, that's mm-hmm. to me, that was everything you need to know about his and Rufus's friendship. Bobby and Rufus's friendship yep. right there in a nutshell. Just, you know, you know, crazy, you know, in a hurry, knocking on the door erratically. I need you to help me bury a body. Just, just love it. <laughs> it's perfect. Yep. <laughs> yep. And totally normal for those guys. <laughs> uh, Weekend at Bobby's is probably in my top five favorite episodes. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now I'm done. <laughs> okay. 
Well, really, I mean, there's, I mean, it's, it was just wonderful from, uh, you know, from beginning to end. I mean, yeah, there was a couple things here and there, but nothing's going to be perfect, and they certainly weren't enough to take away the beauty that is this episode, you right. know, and, and so much of it was to, overwhelmingly. Yeah. What? The, a, the couple, clean... a couple teeny tiny nitpicks, and that's it. Everything else is mm-hmm. perfect. Yes, and on both sides of the camera, I mean, you know, cast fantastic and then crew, you know, uh, uh, editing, again, editing, directing, writing, amazing, amazing, amazing. Hmm. It's been, I, you know, see, I've had a really good season. I mean, uh, you know, a couple of ups and downs here, and there's some episodes I just adore and some were good or I liked okay, but overall... I'm enjoying season eleven very much. No. Me too. This this season to me has, is the best season they've had in the last two or three years. It's mm-hmm. it's like you know, and it's the eleventh season, which is so wild. You know, it's eleventh season mm-hmm. and it's kicking ass. And mm-hmm. you know, the last couple the last couple of years, you know, two or three years, you know, we're good, but you know, mm-hmm. overall, you know, weren't my favorites. And but mm-hmm. this one is just just really excellent. I'm loving everything about this season. Yeah, you know there were some episodes that were better than others, of course. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I love where Sam and Dean are, you know, in their relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. loving I'm loving the whole myth arc thing with Amara, and I like how they're doing it. I'm loving Castifer. Finally, you know they've finally got something, you know for. Uh, Misha to do, you know, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm loving that. And, you know, instead of poor Castiel just sitting in Sam's room watching Netflix, you know, <laughs> sure he's possessed by yes. Lucifer, but he's doing something. And he, and Misha's knocking it out of the park with his Lucifer mm-hmm. impression. Um, You know, he's, he's doing Mark Colagrino perfectly. I, mm-hmm. I'm just loving this season. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. Okay, we're. I don't. I. Hmm. I will say Misha's gotten better at being uh, doing Mark Pellegrino's version of Lucifer. I was not big on it right away, but I'm. I'm. I'm better with it now than I was. But I do agree that it's, it's nice that he's got something to do. It's a. It's a nice change, and because I, uh, you know, I. I've been saying for a while that he and as much as I adore Mark Shepard, maybe were coming to the end of their characters. They had gone on beyond but I again I think they both found some new life lately so I I will step back from that opinion <laughs> um and and we would be remiss if we did not say congratulations for season 12 <laughs> which is which yes is coming yes got renewed so it's very happy it makes me happy and congratulations to Mark Shepard and his wife Sarah they had a new baby this yes. spring Little baby yes, girl. Uh, is it Isabella? I think it's Isabella yeah. Rose. Yep. I think maybe. Yes, I think so. And congratulations to mm-hmm. them. Mother and baby doing very well. Lots of good things happened during the hiatus. <laughs> yes, <laughs> keep us busy <laughs> since the show wasn't on. Um, and uh, um, if you're com- a complete spoiler phobe, maybe you should sort of, you know, s- step away from the podcast briefly. But um, just uh, 
hints, and we've seen about future episodes and the trailer for next week's episode. I think I think things bode very well for the rest of the season. Um, the episode coming up called Red Meat uh, is what I would call just a good old-fashioned hurt comfort uh, uh, aspect to the episode, um, which I, it's one of my favorite fanfic genres to read ever since I became a fan an extremely long time ago. Um, goodness, over 30 years ago. And um, so, yes, definitely can't wait to see that. We haven't seen that in a, in a while for uh, Sam and Dean. Um, if we somehow get a Sam and Dean hug somewhere in this season, it just really will make a big improvement on all the other seasons. It has been too long, but I will take the hurt comfort coming. Um, I love, especially Sam gets hurt and Dean and gets traumatized over it. <laughs> so, yes, I'm excited about that. And there's some other things that I don't want to get too specific yet, but there's some spoilers out there if you're looking for them. I am very upbeat about the rest of the season. Can't wait to see where it goes, how it's going to end. I'm sure it'll be a cliffhanger they knew in plenty of time to um, do that since they knew they're coming back next year. So, we will see where it's going to go. We have seven episodes left. This was 16, so they'll go to 23. So we still have a little ways to go. But And um, we have two new episodes coming up, of course, March 30th, Red Meat, April 6th, Hell's Angel. And then April 13th, they're going to rerun the vessel. Usually there's, um, you know, they rerun a week or two there in April just so set up so we can get, like, the last, you know, three, four episodes or whatever without a break, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, right. you know, don't don't panic when there's another rerun, you know, uh, <laughs> coming in April, you know. It's just setting it up so we can get the last ones without reruns. So. Yes, and season finale is is mid, mid-late May, I believe. I yeah, it's May 20th. Let me I up on our website here. 25th, yep. And you can always go to winchesterbrows.com. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All the information stereo. right there. <laughs> yep. In stereo. And, of course, follow us on Twitter <laughs> or like us on Facebook, Winchester Bros. Um, Facebook and winchesterbrows.com and then uh, at Winchester, Winchester Bros for Twitter. And, of course, our website for all the information, our beautifully new designed website. This season, Tracy Yes, beautiful. Um, hmm. Anything else? Episode? Any other news? Any other announcements? Um, there's been some conventions lately. Few conventions. People having fun. Um, any news from there? I can't always think keep of fighting. Um, Jared's latest t-shirt campaign went well. Those things, that aspect of Jared and Jensen and Misha, those all turned out pretty successful, so that's a good thing. Um, I think we've covered everything. My goodness. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Again, fantastic episode, everybody. Occasionally Jim Michaels, you know, listens. If you are, 
Jim, please tell everybody, Robbie and Stefan and everybody on the show, fantastic job. We just loved it. And please do somebody be inspired to bring Bobby and Rufus back again, even just Bobby, (laughs) you know, for another episode, probably next season now. I think everything this season is, is planned and written, but hopefully next season we'll get them again. Other than... Other than Jared and Jensen, he's the only actor to be in every single season. Ooh. Wow. That's a that's a big deal. Yeah. Yep. That is a big yep. deal. Well, well they hope they don't break uh break the record next season. Hope they don't break the streak. <laughs> Gotta oh, find sorry, a way to break Lily's barking. <laughs> <laughs> Lily agrees. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's that's it. That's it. All right. Well, if we're good, uh thanks to our callers tonight <laughs> uh for calling in and having some great and, questions and theories. Thank you, Brittany and Allie, for calling in. Call us back next yep. week. We'll talk some more. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. Looking forward to next week's episode. Um well, thanks for calling. Everybody uh, have a great week, and we'll let the boys play us out. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.